Hello everyone, I'm Zinzi and this is Imani. Welcome to the 14th episode of Flawed, Favorite, and Fabulous. Wow. Yes, we are 14 episodes in. That is exciting. It is exciting. (laughs) Today we're going to be discussing chapter 12 and chapter 12 focuses on fasting. But before we do, we always have to start with some good news. I've got some good news I want to share and Imani has some good news too. Yes. I want to start by saying that I went to the DMV. That's not the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> that is DC, Maryland, and Virginia. I was there all last weekend, all the way up until Wednesday. And I had an amazing time. Both of the book events were incredible. The Lynx Wellness Walk was great. I was invited to be a part of a panel discussion. Mm-hmm sold all the books people were asking questions they were interested in my story they wanted to hear how I lost the weight and it was just really a fantastic time also my girl Valerie Dr. Val she did she hosted a book party on Sunday and it went exceedingly well I reconnected with old friends and Everybody that was there that didn't already have a book, bought a book. I was interviewed. Great questions were asked. I'm telling you, the Lord moved in so many ways on this trip. And I knew the Lord was going to move because the devil didn't want me to get there. He tried to keep me from getting there. When I got to the airport, my reservation had been canceled. Okay. They had no record of my reservation. I had to go through all kind of drama. My my girl Imani came through for me though. She got me on a plane a couple hours later and it was all good. But I knew then that the Lord had something incredible in store and there's more to share. I'm not going to share it all today. I'm going to stop right there, but I want you to know that God is doing something incredible and I'm very excited about it. We're just getting started with flawed, favorite, and fabulous. We about to be all over the map people and I want you to come with us. I want you to be a part of this journey. So let me just say right now, if you haven't gotten your book, if you still haven't gotten your book, Please get the book today. Please get it. Be a part of this movement. I'm trying to tell you it's going to be big. And I am so very excited about it. Yes. Okay, Imani. Do you have some good news to share? Well, I mean, I told you guys a couple weeks ago that I'm getting married. So I'm still basking that. I'm, I mean, I've known this for a while. This That's is great new news. to you. But I'm just still basking that. I'm so excited about getting married to this. To His name is Omar. I'm so excited. I'm also excited because, well, you know, I don't like the scale because it's not changing for me. However, I'm still seeing the inches coming off. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I, I did another before and after picture today and I could not believe that before and after. It was dramatic. Listen, I asked her today, I said, would you rather see inches that you can see coming off or pounds that you can't see? <laughs> you know, and when it comes down to it, if we have to choose between those two, we rather see inches. I'd rather see inches. I mean, I want to see the pounds too, but mm-hmm. them inches are coming off. They are. So I'm excited about that. All right, let's get to it. Let's do it. Fasting. Fasting has always been a cornerstone in my life 
personally and also in the culture of our ministry. When we had Abundant Life Ministries, everybody knew that fasting was a part of what we did at certain points in time throughout the year. And, you know, I based my ministry on my personal relationship with the Lord. And what I mean by that is I would never lead where I'm not prepared to go. I fasted as a child of God before I ever started the church because I saw the benefits of fasting. I knew what fasting could do for me mentally, spiritually, and physically. Mm. At, at Abundant Life, we fasted every January for 30 days. We fasted for the Lenten season. That's the season that leads up to the resurrection. The world calls it Easter. We do not. At all. We fasted for the 40 <laughs> days. We had Sundays off. We experienced miracles and the movement of God. I mean, we saw people getting healed, delivered. People were getting saved. I mean, all kinds of things were happening as a result of our commitment as a community. I mean, we literally would have, have I was going to say customers. We had people in our ministry that were disabled, that weren't disabled anymore. I mean, mm. they would be in a, in a um, what do you call it? Wheelchair. A wheelchair. But after the fast, they're able to walk. People who done it, are sick. They're healed. People yes. who, I mean, just so many major crazy things happen when you fast. They are. And yes. it's, it's a beautiful thing that a lot of people have gotten away from now. But we also fasted every Wednesday. And we would break our fast yeah. after the prayer we had before Bible study. We did. And we called our Bible study life study because if you don't apply the Bible to your life, then it's just a book. So every Wednesday, everybody who wanted to, it was not a requirement. But there was a lot of people that committed themselves to fasting and we break our fast at church together and then we would go into we would go into life study. Now, Imani, you have been a part or I should say fasting has been a part of your life for your whole entire life. Yeah. What was that like for you growing up, growing up around that type of reality? Well, honestly, as a little girl, I really didn't think much of it. I just knew, like, for example, resurrection, we do not call it Easter. But for resurrection, my grandma mommy, shout out <laughs> to grandma mommy, she would always make me and my little cousins our resurrection baskets. That's right. Full, just filled with filled with all our favorite candies and treats and stuff that, you know, all and that toys stuff. and all kinds of stuff. Toys, all this stuff. So as a child, I always knew what fasting was. But I didn't really take it that serious. I right. mean, I would always say, okay, for Lent, I'll fast for candy. Did I cheat? Absolutely. But now <laughs> as an adult, if I say I'm going to fast for something, I'm going to fast. Because as an adult now, I know exactly what it means. I've seen the changes. I've seen my life has been changing just from fasting. And so, but as a child, I would always look forward to it because I knew it was just a special time. Like I said, I didn't know much, but I knew that it was serious. I knew that it was special. I knew that it was powerful. And so when I got to the age I am now, all the movements and the powerful stuff I would see happening in an adult's life, I'm seeing in my life. And now I'm just like, yeah, we're going to fast forever. Like, that's it's going to be a part of my kid's life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's so important. It is a spiritual discipline that every child of God should participate in. And the truth of the matter is... 
fasting ushers us into the supernatural power and presence of God. And sometimes there's no other way to get to that particular place in an intimate relationship with him without there being some type of sacrifice. That's why fasting is not easy. It's not supposed to be easy, people. It's a sacrifice. That means that you're fasting from something that means something to you. You wouldn't be fasting if you if you were not a smoker and said, I'm going to fast from cigarettes. What? What is that? That's not a fast because no. cigarettes don't mean anything to you and you don't smoke cigarettes. But you know, I want to circle back right quick to the message that Grandma Mommy gave you. The bigger message, the spiritual message that she gave you through those baskets that she made. Oh, yes. She, I'm telling you, the baskets were, you couldn't even buy a basket from the store that was as good as the baskets that she gave. And the, the message... And Grandma Mommy, I, I want to find out from you if this was what you intended. But the message is really that if you fast, there's a reward for you at the end. Right. And so she was sending that message to the children in her life. Because she didn't just make baskets for you guys. She made baskets for other kids that were in her life. And the message is that, yes, fast. But there's going to be a reward at the end, if you are faithful and do not give up. And just to touch on that real quick, once I understood that was the message, I was so excited as a little 10-year-old, 12-year-old, 15-year-old to fast. Because I then at that point, I wasn't going to cheat. I'm like, yeah, I want that basket full of candy after, so I'm going to fast. And the, there was a bigger message. And mm-hmm. just looking back at that, it was powerful. Powerful. Yeah. So we need to recognize that our bodies are going to rebel against fasting. Our bodies are going to want to tell us we have to eat. They're going to it's going to give us all kind of reasons in the world why we should eat something when we committed to fasting. And it doesn't even matter if you if you say you wake up at six and you say you're going to fast until noon, your body's still going to rebel. It's still going to have something to say about fasting because our bodies do not like to fast. But this is why we need to fast because we need to put our, make our bodies subject to our spirit. See, our body thinks it's running the trinity of the mind, the body, and the spirit. But we need to remind the body that no, you are following behind the spirit. The mind is following behind the spirit. And the body is following behind the spirit. And you understand, I didn't say soul. Right. Because we talked last week about the difference between the soul and the spirit. Yeah. The soul is the life, life force that you came here with. But the spirit is the deposit of the Holy Ghost that is perfection and needs to be running everything that we call ourselves. Whew. Okay. Think about it. Jesus fasted. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. So we need to be fasting as a spiritual discipline as well. And now, as we talk about fasting as it relates to weight loss, I hope you're getting, first of all, that fasting is a a spiritual necessity. It's something that we need to do not for weight loss, but for our spiritual health. But it also benefits us in weight loss. How, Pastor Zinzi? 
We talked about intermittent fasting several episodes ago where you can choose a block of time where you will not eat and a block of time where you will eat. So typically when I do intermittent fasting, I'll fast for like 12 hours and I'll allow myself to eat for like four hours. And in that window, I'm able to, you know, eat pretty much whatever I want to eat. Typically, I'm still doing my keto lifestyle. So I'm, you know, I'm sticking to that plan and I encourage you to do so. But the benefit of intermittent fasting, and and let me just say, it works really, really great for men. It's good for women too, but men lose weight really fast. So if you're a man out there, you want to lose some weight, decide you can you can do an eight hour block you can do a 12 hour you can decide how you want to do it if you need have questions you can you know go ahead and hit me up find me and let me know what your questions are i'll be happy to help you with it but the truth of the matter is it works for all of us it's helpful for all of us because in our culture the culture of america we have been programmed to eat too much we eat way more than we need to eat. We for, for the longest time, they were telling us that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, which made us believe we had to eat a breakfast as soon as we woke up. The breakfast is break fast. And yes, it's the most important meal of the day, but it can happen at noon. It can happen at two. And guess what? Your body's going to be just fine because we need to give our bodies a chance to recover and to recuperate from what it does to digest our food. We don't even recognize the work that it takes for our bodies to go through the process of digesting our food, kicking out the toxins. That's what our liver, our spleen, and all these other organs are for, and making sure that what needs to be nourished in our body gets nourished, and then the waste gets put out. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work that our bodies go through. And when we are fasting or cleansing, we'll talk more about cleansing in a minute. It gives our body a chance to recover from all that work that it does to, you know how, well, I don't know if you guys recycle, but my mother, who we we call grandma mommy, she makes sure that we recycle here. We have compost, trash, and um, what is it called? Recycle? Yeah. Is it the, the 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 bottles, the glasses, yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay, so we've got these three different um, bins in our in our in our refrigerator, <laughs> in our kitchen that we're committed to. You know, separating out. That's what our bodies have to do. Our bodies have to do that work, and we don't even think about it. It happens while we're sleeping. It happens while it happens while we're you know going about the business of our day. But the truth of the matter is, we really need to employ some fasting so that our bodies can get a chance to recover and to recuperate from what it goes through on our behalf. And if we continue to feed ourselves things that are wasteful, then it's going to get stuck in our colon. It's going to get stuck in our bloodstream and we're not going to be healthy. So, you know, fasting gives us a chance to turn down the plate, to think about what we're putting in our mouth and to get our bodies in check because our bodies get to run in the show talking about, I need some KFC today. Talking about, I need some, I need some McDonald's today. I want some McDonald's fries. I got to have me a high C. That's what our body gets to telling us. And we just falling around like the body is running things. Fasting helps our spirit to get back in control as it should be. So with weight loss, 
we have to understand that the battle of the bulge is primarily in our mind. 95% of the battle of the bulge takes place in the way we think. And fasting helps our mind to get cleared up so that it is in alignment with the spirit, which is a deposit of perfection. I have something to say. Speak on it. So not long before, after we were going to, you know, we recorded this podcast, some craziness happened and I heard the Lord say that I needed to fast. Mm. And as you're talking about this, the Lord has told me what my fast is Mm. and it's, and I'm trying not to go into tears. (laughs) It's okay if you do. We are transparent here. We keep it all the way real. You all have seen deliverance take place on these podcast episodes. You've seen healings. I'm telling you, what is it, Imani? I mean, right before we were recording this podcast, there was some craziness that jumped off. And there's a conversation that needs to be had. Yes. But I don't want to have this conversation with this person in anger. Right. I want to have it. With a gentle spirit, mm-hmm. with love, and just peaceful. I don't want to be how I used to be. Right. <laughs> just turning up on people. Popping off. And I heard the Lord clearly say, Imani, you're going to have to fast. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to have to curse these people out, you're going to have to fast. Because that's the only way you're going to get closer to me mm-hmm. and hear me clearer in knowing what to say to these people. Right. And as you're speaking... Mm-hmm. He has called me to do this hardest fast that you have done many times. What is it? <laughs> Whew, I'm sorry, you guys. He has called me to do a liquid fast. Oh, for how many days? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know. But there are things that I'm, I need, I need some clearance. I need some clarity. And you're saying that all this stuff, and I'm not doing this for weight loss. This has nothing to, to do with weight loss. This has everything to do with clarity and me hearing God more clearer. Yes. And I hear him very clear. I mean, every day I hear him very clear. But there, I need to go a step a step further. And y'all, y'all don't know this, but I am terrified of... <laughs> Liquid fast. She's tried many times. I've tried. I've done liquid fast and started with her, but I hardly ever ended with her. I have tried and I have failed, but I know that I know why God is calling me to this. And we'll talk about this after. But y'all in the midst of us doing this fasting podcast, the Lord has called me on a fast and I have to do it. I'll do it with you. (sighs) We will partner with this and we'll report back to our listeners what was accomplished and what God said as a result of our faithfulness. Thank you. Okay. So we're going to talk about fasting as a weight loss tool. We have already talked about the intermittent fasting and the fact that we have to start with our mindset and a transformed mind transforms bodies and transforms souls. And You know, I used to eat until I felt full. 
that was my marker. Same. I'm going to continue to eat until I feel full. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when you make that your goal, you're overeating every single time. <laughs> because we get full before our mind realizes that we're full. So we keep eating until our mind tells us we're full when our bodies have been saying, hey, hold up. I don't need anything else in this belly. We have to listen to the whispers of our mind. And we need to recognize that being full, that sensation should not be our goal or our marker to our weight loss. And I used to feel that I couldn't leave anything on my plate. My grandmother used to say, eat all you want, but eat all you take. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, that meant I can pile it on my plate (laughs) as long as I eat everything on that plate. And she meant well by it. You know, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at my grandmother, but I learned that that, you know, eat all you want, but eat all you take is true. That's just like the scripture that says, you know, everything is, oh, what is it? What is it? Oh, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Mm. I won't be mastered by anything. And to move that into this whole weight loss situation yeah, we have the freedom to be able to put whatever we want on our plate or however much we want on our plate, but we should be wise in our thinking about our food and wise in hearing, not in our not in our mind, but in our body when we are actually full. And, you know, there's a mind-body disconnect that you guys know about already that happens when we're overweight. So that makes it even more difficult for us to, you know, hear and listen to the voices we're supposed to be heeding. But in this weight loss journey, these are the things that we have to learn about ourselves. And weight loss is really about learning who we are, learning the signals in our bodies, recognizing the difference between being hungry and being thirsty. Because most of the times when we eat, it's not because we're really hungry. It's because we're thirsty. Our bodies are saying, I'm thirsty. And we don't know our body language. So we are misinterpreting it. And we're feeding the body when the body just wants something to drink. Just want some water. And most times, it's (laughs) water. And if you get some nice good water some people like a room temperature temperature we like it ice cold it's so satisfying it's so satisfying it makes a huge difference and that's the same when when you're fasting if you make it your business to get your 64 ounces of water in you're not gonna be as hungry as you thought you were i'm telling you that water will fill you up for a little while you're gonna pee it out (laughs) right okay but but for a little while your belly gonna feel full some hours yes yeah your body's gonna because it takes two hours to release the water that you drink did you know that it takes two hours so when you know like if you if you have to go to the bathroom doing number one right after you've drank that's not the water you drank coming out Mm. that's water that's been sitting in there in your bladder that's you know that's ready to come out to make room for that other water that's coming in so yeah the water that we drink it takes two hours for it to go through our body so yeah it can fill us up for a while and if you just give it a try 
Just try it and see won't it work for you. Okay, so, you know, another thing that I learned during the course of my weight loss journey is the beauty of cleansing. I learned the beauty of cleansing and some of you might know the the master cleanse. And what I did is I tweaked it a little bit. And instead of using the molasses or the the maple syrup, I use monk fruit sweetener Mm -hmm. and it works like a charm it's the keto version it is the keto version absolutely it's the keto version which is why i changed it it's called my beautiful cleanse and i don't recommend that you do it more than three days some people have done the master cleanse i've done the master cleanse for 10 days for 30 days i've done it for a long period of time but for the for the purposes of my beautiful cleanse you only need to do it three days when i've done the whole three days only Drinking this lemon water, I lost 15 pounds she did. in three days. So, and the recipe is in the book. It's in chapter, what chapter are we in? It's in chapter 12. The recipe is in the book. So you, you can find the recipe, but I'm telling you, do not do it. I recommend you doing it one day. I really recommend you doing it one day. A lot of times people get all gung-ho. You know, I'm going to do it three days. I'm going to do it a week. Do not. This is your warning. Do not do it for a week. That's not healthy. Don't do it for more than three days. But if you do it for one, two, or three days, you're going to see results. Your mind is going to be where it's supposed to be. Your body's going to be feeling good. You're going to lose weight. You're going to lose pounds. You're going to lose inches. And it's a great jump start to a weight loss plan. It's a great jump start to a weight loss plan. I tried it for a day. Now, I was one of them people like, I'm going to do it for three days. Yeah, no, not me. But I did it for a day and I lost five pounds. A day. Five pounds. That's right. So, I mean, it it really works. And, you know, I, I just be wise about it. Please don't overdo it. But recognize, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm not a doctor. And if you feel like you need to, you know, talk to your doctor about it ahead of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm letting you know what I did and what works for me and what continues to work for me. And it can work for you too. But if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, first of all, you don't have to do it. Or if you just want to talk to your doctor ahead of time, absolutely. I I recommend that as well. Now, another thing that we talk about in this chapter um, is that, well, one thing that I say is that I'm not an advocate for surgery because I believe that we should be able to lose weight naturally. We can be patient with ourselves and our body because the hard part is really learning how to keep the weight off, changing our relationship with food. And so that's why, you know, when I speak with people and I have clients that want to lose weight, I really encourage them to find a weight loss plan, whether it's vegan, whether it's uh, vegetarian, whether it's keto, whether it's, you know, the Atkins diet or whatever, Jenny Craig, well, she don't even exist anymore, (laughs) but you know, whoever else is out there, whatever works for you. But I have, I have recently had a loved one who is near and dear to my heart, who made the decision to undergo surgery for their weight loss. And It has worked for them and it's been a beautiful experience to witness. And I'm so proud of this person and, and she's lost loads of weight. I mean, she is, she has been transformed and she, she got this surgery in what March, February or March. 
She got this, and she is, I mean, she's lost, she's lost close to 100 pounds at this point. And she looks great. And the thing that I'm most proud of is she's changed her relationship with food. That's what's key. That's really what's bottom line. That's why I'm not all about surgery because I don't want people to think, oh, if I get this surgery and just lose this weight, then I'm good. No, you're going to gain the weight back if you don't change your relationship with food. And so what, what she did is she did everything the doctors told her to do. She followed everything the the nutritionist told her to do. And she has changed her relationship with food and she continues to lose her weight. And she's almost at her goal. And she looks great and she feels great. And she looks about 20 pounds younger. I tease her all the time and she looks like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I I'm, I just want to let you know that when you read the book and you see that in chapter 12, I just wanted to give you a little more context because it's not that I'm against surgery altogether. I'm just against people thinking that that is the cure to your weight loss problem, because whether you use surgery or not, the battle of the bulge is still in your mind. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so. The assignment for last week was to look back 10 years ago and assess where you were and see for yourself if you're better off today or if you're worse off and decide if you feel like you want to make some changes, identify what areas need to be changed and start working towards them. I think I said, pick out one thing that you want to change for the better Mm -hmm. and commit to that. And I just encourage you all to continue to reflect on those things. I hope you have your journal. I just bought a new journal that I'm in love with. (laughs) I'm excited about writing in. And um, I went on my whole trip. It was an epic journey and I didn't even have a journal. I had to come home and write 19 pages chronicling everything that I experienced on that trip because I I didn't want to forget anything and I wanted to be able to completely reflect on it. So that was last week's, that was last week's assignment. This week's assignment is first of all, I want to encourage you to drink 64 ounces a day. Please do it. You're going to feel better. And the, the second half of the assignment is to choose a day in the week I like Wednesdays to fast until five o'clock fast until five o'clock. If you have the book and you want to try the cleanse cleanse until five o'clock, you don't even have to do a 24 hour cleanse unless you want to just try it. Drink your waters, pray and get your mind where it needs to be so that you can focus on the greater and more important things in your life. And I'm not just talking about weight loss. I'm talking about your professional goals, the goals you have for your family. We're about to move into the holiday season. People are feeling stressed out because they got to spend money on these presents. I'm here to let you know right now, if it ain't for Jesus, you don't even need to buy it. Okay, because Christmas is his birthday and you would have a problem if everybody around your family was getting a present for your birthday and you didn't get one. Think about that for a minute before you start going into debt, buying all these Christmas presents. Okay, maybe that's assignment number three. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, we're going to come back to that the closer we get to Christmas. But I really want to encourage you, especially if you've never fasted before, to just take a day out in the week, fast until five and drink Drink your 64 ounces, not just on that day, but every day. Give it a shot. Let us know how it worked out for you. 
Amen. Amen. All right. All righty. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please. Yes, please. So that you can get notified through Spotify when a new episode drops. Yes. We will no longer send out the individual notifications. Right. But we will post on social media and include the link. Yes. Please subscribe to the website at www.mybeautifulsoul.org. Yes. Please follow me on Instagram and my mom on Instagram. My Instagram is at Imani Legend and my mom's is... It's at My Beautiful Soul Inc. Okay. My Beautiful Soul Inc. Yes. And I'm back on social media, so go on ahead and hit me up. We welcome questions and comments on the podcast or email us at info at mybeautifulsoul.org. Thank you so much to those who have reached out to us so far and giving your comments and feedback. We greatly appreciate, we appreciate it. it so I know much. I do. Y'all seem to love me. Yes. And I'll be all insecure about my voice and what I'm saying, but y'all seem to love me. So Oh, you're giving all kinds hey. of love to Imani. We appreciate it. We're going to keep it up. Yes. Please share this podcast with three people this week. That's your assignment too. Three. Yes. And until next week, be strong, be well, and be you.